Hi everyone, this is Anna, and you're listening to my podcast on Heaven and Hell. Welcome back to the podcast. Welcome to another Sunday recap episode. My favorite episodes to record because they're the only episodes I've been recording lately. But it's because it they are so easy, so much fun to talk about what the Lord is doing at Hope and in with the Hales, my family. And I just want to say thank you. Thank you for listening and thank you for letting me share it with you. Anyone who is involved in church um, and in ministry, you don't have to be a pastor, just someone who is involved in your church. You know how busy the weekends can get, and especially Sundays. uh, For a lot of people who don't attend church and are not a part of a church body, Sunday is like a day that you sleep in and um, chill all day, maybe do your grocery shopping, and that's not the way it is for people who Um, are actively involved in a congregation and um, it's it really but it really is the best it's the best life I wouldn't trade it for anything and I hope that that comes across in this podcast that we're busy but we are so blessed and I'm a little overwhelmed I'll be honest this weekend with not with how busy this weekend's been because it's always busy but just like the emotional depth of this weekend that at the highs and lows um we had like our normal weekend stuff and church and whatnot but we also Joseph had a great aunt pass away and her visitation and funeral were this weekend or a celebration of life and um we've been gone all day today we actually left our service early to go um, to the funeral. Joseph was speaking in the service and I was singing and then graveside and then eating. And so we, it's 520 in the afternoon, in the evening, and we just now got home, uh, left early this morning to get to church early. And so my niece Jaylee is here with me. She's not going to be on the podcast, but I wanted to give her a shout out because she's watching my dogs. She, uh, they've been cooped up all day and I knew they were going to be crazy, but I also knew I really wanted to record this podcast because I have some things that I want to share with you guys. So thank you, Jaylee, for watching the dogs and thank you guys for listening and thank you for your prayers and your support. Um, for those of you who knew about Joseph's aunt passing away, um, it really, really, I, I, may, I might be getting choked up. It really is um, so good to be a part of the family of God. People who are not a part of this community, I would, uh, there are not adequate words to describe how good it is to know that you always have people praying for you and lifting you up and supporting you and there to encourage you. And it's just been beautiful. And I've gotten to see that this weekend. So it's really cool. Um, I I have two things that I want to share with you guys today, and I'm going to, I hope that I can make it come across the way it is in my head. I'll be honest, I've already stopped and restarted this podcast four times, this recording, um, and just like completely started over because I'm like, this is not how I want it to come across, but this is it. This, I made some notes and I'm like, this is the final time I'm going to record this. However, it comes out is how it comes out. Um, so let me start by saying that 
when I started this podcast, it's because I wanted to talk about Bible study. And I did so many episodes about Bible study tips and tools to use. And we've even done like the summer reading plan where we put all of those um, to use in studying the book of Romans. And then I do the Sunday recap episodes. And a lot of times I'm able to tie in some of those things we've talked about Bible study. But I just want to say that this is how cool God is. Well, he's cool for a lot of reasons, right? But this is something that I really love about God is that he can take whatever you're going through. He can take what you've been reading in the Bible. He can take the songs you've been listening to. And then you can go to church on the weekend and the preacher can say exactly something to fit what you've been going through. And they can sing the song that's been on your heart. And somebody will read that verse that you read at some point that week. And God, he just always confirms his word. And he does it in a way like if if you've ever experienced this, I don't know how you could ever turn your back and not believe that God is real. Because this has happened so many times where I have something on my heart or I'm going through something and then I am around a community of believers and they're saying the same things and they're seeing the same things and they're preaching the same things and it's really cool. And so that happened today. So the two things that I want to talk about is going to, it's going to feel like weird to put them together, but God put them together for me this weekend. So today, Sunday, as I'm recording this, today's grandparents day and Earlier this week, Joseph and I were talking about how do we want to celebrate Grandparents' Day at church because we celebrate Mother's Day, we celebrate Father's Day. Grandparents is another one of those that we want to make a big deal at our church. Number one, because grandparents are worth celebrating. And right there, tied for number one, is that for a lot of us, our grandparents are the people who taught us about Jesus. Um, I know for myself, my grandmama, Sister Pitts was my first Sunday school teacher. I remember when my grandparents started their church in their home. Um, we had, I remember having Sunday school in their back utility room or sitting at their kitchen table and learning about the Bible and making um, the disciples. I remember making little um, disciples from clothespins and putting fabric around them and painting little faces. I re- it's one of my earliest memories. Um, because we built our church when I was eight years old. So it would have been between the ages of like four and eight when I was in Sunday school there in my grandmama's kitchen. And so we wanted to make, and I've got to mention my granddad too, Brother Pitts, because he was my pastor growing up my whole life. And then my dad's parents, my mama and papa, my mama is a pastor of a church. And She's someone I look up to because um, she practices what she preaches, and she um, she never backs down. She If she believes it's the truth, she's not going to back down from it, and that's an, an admirable quality that um, I see in her. And my papa is just such a good man, and I remember I have memories of him singing and um, just loving us so well, and that's what Jesus called us to do. So there's a shout out to my grandparents today on the podcast. Um, So we wanted to celebrate Grandparents Day at the church. And 
as I was thinking about it and we were praying about um, what we wanted to do, I thought about this quote that I heard recently at a funeral. So this is how it's so crazy how all of this is going to tie together because we celebrated Grandparents Day at church this morning and also we went to a funeral today. Um, so I was at a funeral for Sister Helen Mink a few weeks ago and her and Brother Mink, I tell everyone that Brother Mink is like my adopted granddad. He has meant so much to me. So shout out to him today too on the podcast. Um, but at this funeral, her grandson was speaking and he shared this quote with us. And it says that they say everyone dies twice. The first time when you take your last breath and the second time when your name is mentioned for the last time. And so today, in honor of Grandparents Day, as everyone came in to church, um, we were standing there and, you know, as we said good morning to everyone, we told them, we're going to be celebrating Grandparents Day today. Do you have a grandparent who has passed on? Or do you have a grandparent that you were close to growing up? Would you mind sharing their name with us? And we compiled this list of the names of everyone's grandparents. And it was so neat because as I asked people about their grandparents, every person I asked had a twinkle in their eye. You could just see when they thought about their grandparents, it brought like a sense of just calm and joy and it brought a smile to their face. And so many of them told me stories about their grandparents. Um, I heard about a a gentleman in our church, which he's probably the oldest member of our congregation. I think he's in his 90s. And his grandmother was traveled on a covered wagon, and she was unmarried, and she was pregnant. And this would have been a really long time ago, and that was unheard of. And the almost I don't want to say his last name. I don't want to uh, invade their privacy. But his last name, that family met her somewhere along the way and took her in and their son married her and then I don't know if that child was his parent or his aunt or uncle but um it was his that was the woman was his grandmother so such a cool story and my mom was telling me about her grandparents which would have been my great-grandparents who eloped on horseback so we heard some like stories from way back when but also so many people when I said did you have a grandparent that you were close to said yeah my grandparent raised me or I know um anyways I can't I don't have time to share all the stories but it was so moving and so then during service we talked about we read that quote and I said we're going to mention the names of all of these grandparents one more time and as we mentioned the name of your grandparent would you stand and so by the end of it everyone was standing because we had gotten everyone's grandparent and everyone cheered and they were crying and it was so good and then we cheered for all the grandparents who were at church today and we had donuts and coffee for them but then this is where things start to all tie together we had practice for this morning service last Sunday night, and um, the song that we were starting service out with was Ain't No Grave. There ain't no grave gonna hold my body down. And then we sang Rattle, and we actually paused in the middle of Rattle to talk about 
this idea of the resurrection and it's just really cool that we talked about our grandparents who had passed on but then our song set was about the resurrection and how we will be changed in a moment in a twinkling of an eye that we're going to go home to be with Jesus and then to go to a funeral right after that and to hear this message about the hope of the resurrection was just so cool and what makes it even cooler is that like this conversation that we're having in this message that I've been hearing heard preached today is what we've been talking about at my home Bible study in the book of Romans and I thought that's what I want to talk about on the podcast today because like last week we talked about um, the importance of knowing what we believe and we believe in Jesus. We believe that Jesus is God, that he is the one true God, that there is no one else like him. And so today I wanted to talk about on the podcast kind of what we believe about death and what we believe about the resurrection. Um, and I think I'm, I know I mentioned this on the podcast last week because my sister Christina told me that she listened to it and I talked about the song Fear Is Not My Future and how on the version of the song where Brandon Lake sings it with Maverick City and Kirk Franklin, um, Kirk Franklin speaks during the song and says that this, the greatest fear is that the resurrection is not real. So uh, that's, that's kind of what I want to talk about for the rest of the podcast is just what we believe about life after death and what we believe about eternity and what we believe about the resurrection and I hope that I can like do some teaching but also that I could answer some questions maybe for some people out there because I think there's a lot of misunderstanding about it and also I think there's room to grow too so I don't I'm not saying that I know everything but I have a few scriptures that I want to share with you so Let's do it. Okay, where do I want to start? I think I want to start with the fact that there are so many misconceptions about what Christians believe about life after death and about the resurrection. And there's words like the rapture and pre-trib and post-trib and uh, revelations and what else? Angels and heaven and hell and all of this. And I'm not, I do not want to get into all of that today. I just want to talk about, I just want to talk about what the Lord's been dealing with me about. That's all I can do. That's all I can share with you guys. So, but I do, so like some misconceptions is that um, when we die, we become angels, and that's not true. We become something better than angels, y'all. I'm going to tell you about that. Um, let's see, what's another misconception about death? I think the timing of it all is really confusing that some people believe that when you die, your body goes or your spirit goes into like a place where you have to wait, like a holding cell until... God's ready to call you home. Um, what I want to say about that is that there's a verse in 2 Corinthians that says to be absent from the body is to be present with the Lord. And 
it is really hard to understand because our God, he exists outside of time. His timetable is not the same as ours, where we operate in seconds and minutes and hours and days and weeks and months and years. God doesn't operate like that. So when we die, we're not living on, we're not on human time anymore. We're on God's time. And that brings me to this point of what I've been studying in my home Bible study in the book of Romans. In the book of Romans, it's all about this war between the flesh and the spirit. And this is a question that's come up in my home Bible study. And this is the best way I think I can explain it. And someone actually said this at the funeral today that whenever... Joseph's aunt passed away a couple of days ago. Eternity did not start for her right then. Actually, eternity started for her on the day that she gave her life to Jesus years and years ago. And uh, that is just such a beautiful concept that if you know the Lord right now, you are already started on eternity. But that is hard to understand because our physical body still has to die. And we talk about this we have talked about this every week for the past few weeks in my home Bible study, um, that you're born into sin. You're born into a flesh body in sin, but you have a spiritual being and you have a flesh body. I actually, I'm reading this book, The 5 a.m. Club, and one of the quotes from the book says that we are spiritual beings having a human experience. And that is so true. We are spiritual beings, but we have a flesh body. And those, the time periods for our flesh and for our spirit overlap. So you're born into sin, you're born into this flesh body. And at some point, hopefully, you will come to know the Lord. And the Bible says that we are crucified with Christ. And that means that our flesh nature is put to death. Our sinful nature is put to death. And we, our spirit man is born again into new life. And so you're spiritually, you have started on eternity because you have come to know the Lord. But physically, the flesh body still has to live out the rest of its earthly life. And then your body will die. So that's a really, it's a really hard concept. And you can read about this in Romans. If you go back in the episodes of this podcast, I did the summer reading plan. If you want to listen to Romans, there's two episodes about Romans 7. It addresses some of this, but I want to read you. The, I'll just go ahead and read you these scriptures from Romans chapter 7. Verses 1 through 3 um, give this example of marriage, and it's worth reading. But I want to read verse 4. It says, likewise, my brothers, because it's like the explanation of the illustration. Okay. Chapter 7 of Romans, verse 4. Likewise, my brothers, you also have died to the law through the body of Christ, so that you may belong to another, to him who has been raised from the dead, in order that we may bear fruit for God. For while we were living in the flesh, our sinful passions, aroused by the law, were at work in our members to bear fruit for death. But now we are released. Sorry, I got to turn the page. Now we are released from the law, having died to that which held us captive, so that we serve in the new way of the Spirit and not in the old way of the written code. Okay, now let me skip forward to chapter 8. 
Let's see. I want to read chapter 8, verse 9. You, however, are not in the flesh, but in the spirit. If in fact the spirit of God dwells in you, anyone who does not have the spirit of Christ does not belong to him. But if Christ is in you, although the body is dead because of sin, the spirit is life because of righteousness. If the spirit of him who raised Jesus from the dead dwells in you, he who raised Christ Jesus from the dead will also give life to your mortal bodies through his spirit who dwells in you. Okay, so there's this really churchy thing that we say, and it's that the spirit is the earnest of our inheritance. This comes from a scripture in Ephesians. Let me read that one to you, and then we'll talk about it. Ephesians chapter 1, verses 13 and 14 say, In him you also, when you heard the word of truth, the gospel of your salvation, and believed in him, were sealed with the promised Holy Spirit, who is the guarantee of our inheritance until we acquire possession of it to the praise of his glory. So what this means is that we have a promise. God made a promise to us that one day we will be resurrected just like he was resurrected. We will be raised from the dead. But until then, we have the Holy Spirit as the earnest of our inheritance or as the guarantee of this promise. It's just like when you go to buy a house or buy a car, you're going to go make a big purchase and you take out a loan, but you let put down some money first as an earnest, earnest money. That means I'm putting down this money to show that I'm going to pay the rest. That's what God did for us. He filled us with his spirit um, as an earnest of our inheritance. And that spirit, you have to have the spirit. You have to have it. Because if you want to be raised from the dead, it's the spirit that's going to do it. Because it's the spirit, it's the same spirit that raised Jesus dead. That raised Jesus from the dead. There's, I was thinking there's a song by Chris Tomlin. Now I've got resurrection power living on the inside. If you're filled with the spirit, that's what that is. It's resurrection power. That's what's going to raise your body from the dead. And that's, oh my gosh, there's so many reasons why we need the Holy Spirit in our lives. Because we need the fruit of the spirit. Because we need the Holy Spirit to lead us and to guide us. But also because we need the Holy Spirit so that we can be raised from the dead. So... Really cool, right? How all of this is tied together. Um, what did I want to say next? So we know that eternity, if you're filled with the Spirit, if you know the Lord, eternity has already started for you. Someday your physical body's going to have to die. And we know that the Bible says to be absent from the body is to be present with the Lord because um, our time tables are not the same as His. And we know that we have to be filled with the Spirit if we want to be resurrected because it's the earnest of our inheritance and he gave us his spirit too for that purpose to raise us from the dead okay so once we've died what happens or how about this question is there really going is he really going to come back that's a great question that is that is not even what I was going to talk about in this podcast at all but that I'm just thinking about the questions people might have where is it in the Bible? I'm thinking about the scriptures. It's one of the letters where um, in the New Testament. Oh, I've got to look this up. Okay, I found it. I knew that we had read this recently. This is in Second Peter 
chapter 3, 2 Peter chapter 3, verse 3 says, Knowing this, first of all, that scoffers will come in the last days with scoffing. Imagine that. Following their own sinful desires, they will say, Where is the promise of his coming? For ever since the fathers fell asleep, all things are continuing as they were from the beginning of creation. So in other words, there are going to be people who say, He's not really coming back. If Nothing's changed. Everything is just as it always was. So he's not, there is no going to be no return. Well, there is. And so either we believe the Bible's true or we don't. So you can take it for what it says or you can not. But this is what the Bible says in First Thessalonians chapter 4. Verse 13, and this kind of ties it all together. This is how I'm going to end. First Thessalonians chapter 4, verse 13. But we do not want you to be uninformed, brothers, about those who are asleep, that you may not grieve as others do who have no hope. For since we believe that Jesus died and rose again, even so, through Jesus, God will bring with him those who have fallen asleep. For this we declare to you by a word from the Lord, that we who are alive, who are left until the coming of the Lord, will not precede those who have fallen asleep. For the Lord himself will descend from heaven with the cry of command, with the voice of an archangel, and with the sound of the trumpet of God, and the dead in Christ will rise first. Then we who are alive, who are left, will be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air. And so we will always be with the Lord. Therefore, encourage one another with these words. I love that last part. Therefore, encourage one another with these words. This should encourage us that when we die, there's something, there is more. There is something after that that comes after death. That's why we don't have to grieve if we know the Lord, because this is not the end. This life is not the end. So I hope this encouraged you, and I hope that you learned something today. And I feel like we just barely... um graced the surface. Is that how you say that? I feel like there's so much more. So maybe we'll come back and talk about it some other time. But for now, I love you all. Thank you guys for listening and I'll see you next Sunday. Hey, it's me again. Thank you guys so much for listening to the podcast today. If you enjoyed it, be sure to subscribe to this podcast wherever you're listening so that you don't miss any of our upcoming episodes. Also, would you consider leaving a review or rating it? I would really appreciate it. It helps the podcast get into the hands, the ears of other people who need to hear about the Word of God. And if you've listened before, you know how I like to end every podcast. You are a Bible reader. You can understand the Word of God, and you will be changed by what you read. Thanks for listening, and I'll see you next time.